What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. We would be honored if you would join us. You know, have you been asked the question? I assume you have, but what would you have done if you had full control over Rise of Skywalker? You had to use, you had no choice but to keep the continuity of uh, the first two. Oh my gosh. Um, I haven't even really thought of that because I just think it's too much of a headache. It's too much of a nightmare, isn't it? Because it is. the thing is, you'd try and sneak in retcons if they said you couldn't have them. You'd be like, uh huh, okay. Well, what? So I can't have Luke waking up from a bad dream? (laughs) That's the obviously you wouldn't be allowed to do that. But well, that's the thing. I would probably want to just try and throw in, even if I wasn't allowed to wreck on anything, that like the real Luke hasn't been found yet or something. Okay, so here here's what I do. I would have the the film start off with you know whatever Ray and whatever whatever she's doing, she's training or whatever. We go a little bit, then we go to Kylo, and then everyone's still wondering like, where's Luke? What's going on with Luke? Is he dead? Then we go into like this cloud, white cloud, and it's we're now entering a completely different realm, and we're now into the not the world between worlds, but what the next realm would be when you die. So he we would be into the netherworld, the force, whatever you want to call it. Then that's where we would have we would have you know the camera maybe be like panning a little bit to the right, and then we would have voices of everyone that we know, and you know Yoda, uh, Anakin, Obi Wan, Luke. Uh, so on and so forth, maybe even Qui-Gon as a voice, and then we would have Luke maybe sitting there and meditating or something and learning from them or talking with all of them or walking with them. And it's it's some super strange world that we haven't visited before. Everything is extremely, I don't know, it could even almost, it could be a world or it could be very much like, um, you know that scene in Harry Potter? I think it was the seventh one where Dumbledore's dead and uh, it's the train station. Where, oh yeah, yeah. Harry's having, yeah. So it could be something like that where it's all white and kind of just like almost like the Matrix sort of. And we see Luke training, and he throughout the film he's kind of training and learning and learning more aspects of the Force because he now is the Force. And so he unlocks this new ability, which they've all been trying to do, I suppose. But he unlocks it, and now he can actually go back and forth between this world and the living. And so he goes to the living world, but as a not even as a Force ghost, he's just a manifestation of midichlorians. And so he is he is full on there and he like cannot die anymore. But then we have Snoke come back. He's not dead. Okay. His vessel went into something else or someone else, whatever. Or he just I don't or know. Or he just he tricked Kylo, right? He tricked Kylo as like a force vi- he did he did the force vision as well. Okay. So mm-hmm. two of them. Then from there, we have Snoke potentially I lost my train of thought. Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so much mental gymnastics right off the cuff. No, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that because it's like, what the fuck do we do with Luke exactly? You, you, you know, what you'll try to come up with is any way okay, we can here, get here we him go. back. Here, I got it, know, I got it, I got it. I got it. So, so then Snoke finds a way to actually eliminate a Force ghost completely. You don't exist anymore. Not even as a, a Force ghost or whatever. You're dead. Like <laughs> you, you don't, you, you ain't coming back. You're nothing. You're not even a a thought or anything in the Force. And so Snoke is now working on completely destroying and killing all of the Force ghosts. And so, in the end, it comes to this final battle of Kylo and Rey and Luke against Snoke. 
But Snoke now has ransom of all of the Force ghosts. And he's going to eliminate all of them. And Qui-Gon and Yoda and Anakin and all these guys are there and they're just like, you have to let it happen. It's the will of the Force. And Luke is like now teetering into the light and dark. And he's just manifesting all levels of the Force. And from there, I would say it could get pretty interesting. Maybe Snoke kills off a few of the original characters. Full on actually like destroys Obi-Wan or, or Yoda or something like that. But not before maybe they go into Luke somehow. I, I don't know. And they become part of him. And he becomes all the Jedi. And in the end, maybe they... Maybe Luke sacrifices himself completely for uh, Rey and Kylo. And Kylo and Rey, you know, both become good. And Kylo becomes good. And then they both defeat Snoke after he's been beaten down. I don't know. Just making it up. No, I get you on the spot. And the thing is, like, I don't even know if Disney would ever approve of ideas like that. Like, uh, they, th- that would be a pretty abstract movie if it was focused way more on the Force Ghosts than, like, most of anything else or what comes after life. I don't and, know. And yeah. I feel like they, they, they'd be like, you got to make it, you know, it needs to be more about Ray. Like, what's Ray doing? Which for me, you know, the, if, if I had control over her, I'm putting her through a hell pretty quickly. And um, I don't know. I would even have maybe argue that, like, Snoke set her up. He's been providing her power because he yeah. wanted, you know, to move her into a particular place. Like, yeah. Imagine her having to go through that, that everything she's experienced and felt as a power was all... Fake. Yeah, none of it was actually hers. I feel yeah, like that would be interesting for her to have to deal with. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I, I would love for Plagueis to come back and make an appearance somehow. You know, because that, that whole theme of him being able to cheat death but then doesn't do, do it himself, I've heard is like some of the biggest bullshit so many fans have talked about. They're like, well, how could he could he could do it? He was literally the one who invented it. And then Palpatine just kills him. So it's like, well, why don't we just have him come back? Um, Remember, people thought that's what Snoke was when the TFA first came out. Yeah.